Hey everybody, welcome to the Shot Clock Podcast with me, Jerry Jago. Today's episode, um, I have on a star of the sea, All-Star Elks, and now current Drogheda Wolves player. Somebody who I remember coming into the league in 96, I remember jumping out of the building back then. Um, somebody I've been lucky enough to play with on a few occasions, first time with the Streetball Ireland crew back in 06, and more recently on the Dublin Masters St. Declan's team, a good friend of mine, Mr. Scotty Summerskill, how are you, buddy? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Jago? How's it going? Good, man, yeah, I'm good. I'm trying to trying to keep the head above water like everyone else. How's uh, yeah. how's COVID been treating you? Oh, I think it's been a bit of a nightmare. I think everyone feels that way, don't they? Um, I think it's just hard trying to get um, you know, some activity, you know, going. I think people's mental health and you know everything else like that, you know, is um is crucial to obviously surviving this you know so it's just been a nightmare and have you been getting out doing a bit of running doing a bit of bit of strength yeah 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 i've been out cycling and what doing lots of walks um you know obviously i can't run as much because i've got dodgy knees but um you know (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah just trying to keep fit weights in the house and stuff like that just trying to keep myself busy and you know yeah just it's all you can do in it it's all you can do unfortunately so you started back, as I said, summer '96. You came in to start the sea. Yeah. Um. But let's go back before then. Who, what, or why inspired you to pick up a basketball for the very first time? Um. Well, mine's a bit of a you know, kind of long story. Not a long story, but it's a kind of. I didn't start basketball till I was eighteen. Um. Yeah. So I played soccer. During that time, okay. it was actually a friend of mine, Paul Cartwright, who I know really well still. Um, we actually just went to a sports centre and we saw there was a game on and we actually went in to watch Odom Celtics play. And once we got in and started watching, the pair of us turned around and just said, you know, I want to play this sport. You know, so um, game finished. We were all excited. Just a massive buzz. Soccer just went it just completely gone. I didn't want to do it anymore. And I just kind of thought, you know what, um, let's give this, you know, my full attention, which obviously, you know, that summer I went to camps, you know, basketball camps, tried to get better every day, was playing every day outside, you know. So, yeah, that was kind of my stepping stone, you know, to, to getting into basketball. Well, so, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. But if you put your mind to it, you can do anything, don't you, sir? Absolutely. You know, um, so yeah, just, you know, kept going to Odom Celtics basketball games, you know, um, a good friend of mine too, I got uh, the pleasure to play with John Alston was playing, you know, um, he'd come to camps and, you know, you get a lot of, you know, education off him of basketball and I joined a team, Salem 69 as they were called (laughs) back in the day, Um, ended up joining them with a few of the other friends and it kind of kicked off from there, you know, so I eventually got my chance, I think it was about a year after, um, an Odom Celtics camp and the coach, uh, Kevin Johnson at the time, he invited me to a training session. Um, so I went to my first training session and it just took off from there. You know, I wasn't going to, you know, let myself down or anything like that there. I went into the gym, you know, training with Kevin, Wendell Francis at the time, the two Americans. And, you know, it was it was kind of a like a boom, you know, if I can say, you know, um, our trainings were Tuesdays and Thursdays, but we'd have an hour and a half aerobics first before we trained afterwards. It was mental. 
but I loved it, you know, that kind of way. We did that for the whole year. Um, so I kind of sat on the bench for three years, um, learning, you know, training, everything else, learning from John Alston, learning from the Americans, learning from the players around me. But I didn't, you know, I didn't say I'm not going to not play, you know, I was going to play. So um, it was, yeah, it was a kind of a, a blessing that this one game, there was an American called Gene Waldron. Um, from Leicester, I think it was Leicester Riders at the time. I ended up marking him. Now, as you well know, I'm not so good on, on my defence. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I managed to, to, to stop this all-star American to 13 points, and it kind of blew up after that, you know. So, yeah, it was kind of them, you know, that I obviously got to rise, you know. So, and yeah. how did you get over here? What, what, what brought you over this side of the pond? Um, so I met my ex-wife. Uh, she came to an actual game, Odom Celtics game, with a couple of her friends. She actually came over with, um, I think it was the St. Gauls team, if I'm correct, because um, they played us in a tournament. Um, you know, like Jared Ryan was playing with them um, and a couple of others, you know. Uh, I think it was Sean Bell, who was the, who was the American at that time. So they came over and the girls came over with them and it was just kind of a, you know, how we met. Um, it's, always a, then, it's always a woman, Scotty. We oh, have to yeah, follow the is. women, don't we? No matter where, it's like, let's, let's follow. I'm following her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the year after I got a contract with Very Wildcats, that was my first professional contract. Um, so I spent a year with them and then, you know, it was kind of in talks, you know, to go over, you know, to move over there and, you know, to try out. I it's actually I actually did go over to you know to to play for St. Gauls, but I ended up going to a training session with Star and you know I ended up you know playing for them instead, you know, and then obviously then you know the rest is kind of history, you know. Jesus what an interesting start. I didn't realise you started so late in the game. Like, yeah, yeah. Wow. I never played basketball in school. Sorry, I tell a lie. I played one game and I was the worst basketballer ever when I played it. I think it was about 13 or 14. It was kind of that um, you're playing whether you like it or not and just got shoved in. I think I was running around like a headless chicken marking everyone at that point. I can still remember it, actually. You know, so, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So, your time here in Ireland, you know, a lot, lot of years we started to see onto Ulster Elks then for a couple of seasons, down to Drottedon now. But over that time, who would you say is your favourite teammate and why? Um, that's a big, that's a big tough question. I think I've known, I've known Javon Dupree, you know, for, you know, when I first, he, he welcomed me, when, you know, like all the players did, he took me under his wing, you know, he, we were always roommates, you know, that kind of way, you know, and he was always giving me advice. Um, but you had the likes of Kevin Craig as well, you know, who, who did that as well. You know, he was there from the beginning, welcomed me in. So I think if you would say, who was it? It was kind of both of them. You know, you know, it's like Javan, you know, he was just an awesome scorer. He was so lefty, unorthodox. Um, you know, you didn't think he was going to score many points, give you 40, 50 don't call over you, you know. And he, he also never complained, always smiled, not like me. I always complain, you know. So, 
Uh, you're not supposed to do that, Joe. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you had cool head Kevin. You know, um, we used to call him Blue Circle Feet. I hope he doesn't watch this, by the way. Um, <laughs> because he, could, he couldn't get a newspaper under his, under his, uh, under his feet. But, you know, he, his footwork and, you know, his just intelligence was, was off the scale. So, yeah, I'd say, I'd say if, if I could pick them two, it would be them two. We'll let you take two, Scotty. We'll let, just, yeah. Just yeah, oh, thanks. You're very kind. You're very kind. Because you. So you said there a second ago, you're not known for your defence. You're, you're more of a, an offensive <laughs> yeah, yeah. player. Um, but who was your toughest person to guard when you were on D? And then on the flip side, who played you the hardest during games? Um, well, the toughest to guard. And uh, it's not, he was, just, he was just awkward. It was Shane Coughlin from Blue Demons. Oh, my God, he absolutely tortured me. <laughs> he was so, oh, he just... Every time, you know, we try to get a lead in games or anything like that, he'd come back and he'd score on you. He'd do something different. You know, he just, you know, he's very clever too, you know, which is it, which is good. But he just, oh, he frustrated the life out of me. He's <laughs> one of those players that, um, it's not that you don't, you don't hate or, it, I just didn't like him, not because, I just didn't like him because he just always got the, the better of you, you know. So, um, you know, fair play to him, you know, he was he's a great guy too, you know. We still talk, you know, and you know, when we see we'll say hello, which is which is good, you know, and that and that's what you, you normally get, you know, these years. Um so yeah, he's he's probably the, the, the one that I didn't like guarding the most, you know what I mean? And um, who, on the flip side, who 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 did you up the toughest? Honestly, we, I would say, and you're gonna, you know, it's not a kind of a team, but I would say Adrian Fulton, you know, um, during them years where we won the back to back, you know, our training, our training games were harder than our actual games. And he always, you know, he knew before you even moved where you could be, you know, and, you know, he was just, he's just the smartest, smartest guard of probably, Played against and with, you know. So I would say it would be him. Because look, I'm a firm believer that if your practice sessions are the hardest thing you're coming yeah. up against, every game after that is easy. And if yeah. you're matching up, like my go-to, Rob Keane that plays with both of us in the Masters. Yeah, yeah. Three-time Sprite Cup winner with Denny. He was the guy who was put on to guard the Americans. Mm. That's, who, that's who my competition was in practice. Yeah. Night yeah. night out. And he just made you a better player because yeah, yeah. you go against somebody else and you go, thank God it's not Rob Garden. That's right, yeah. It just made That's it easy. So if yeah. you're coming up against Fulty night in, night out. Oh, he's going to make you better. You know, he's going to push you, you know. Um, who else? You know, and to be fair, you know, um, Scott Kennevin as well. He was he was very good, you know. Um you know, I like playing against him. Talks a lot of trash sometimes. You know, underneath his breath. But you know, he was. You could, you could, you could, you could pick a whole list out. But if I could pick, you know, you know who made me better. You know, who it was. It was faulty. Like right answer, fantastic answer. So basketball players were notoriously superstitious pre-game routines, post-game routines. Have you any superstitions, and do you still stick with them? 
Um, I don't really, to be honest. Now, <laughs> I would probably wear the same cycling shorts back in the day. Like, I would never, you know, it'd always be the same pair, you know, and, Until you know, the maybe the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the same socks, you know, but not not anything really. You know, normally, uh, bless myself when I come out of the changing rooms would be a, a big one. Um, but you know, no, don't wear, you know, don't wear the same socks where they smell for about six years, you know, like some people do. <laughs> uh, and probably Gareth Maguire was one of them, um, you know, so, yeah. And just another thing, your favourite shoes, if, if you could call any company in the world and say, I want a so Scotty Summerscale PE edition of this shoe for the rest of my yeah. life, what's your go-to shoe? Reebok pumps. Do you remember the pumps when you used to pump them at the... Yeah, was it the Omnis that Dee Brown wore, uh, wore in the 90s? Dee Brown ones, yeah, Dee Brown. The Dee Brown one. Bum competition. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I love them shoes, so I did. And also, you remember the Scotty Pippen ones? Yes. Yeah, I love them too. They I had a pair of them. Flights, were they? they the flights? Yeah, yeah. And picture, yeah. was it? This, they, had the, they had the signs on, on the... Just on the, the the side of the shoe, can't remember what they were called though. But I, I love them too, you know. So yeah, they would be my. But the Reebok pumps, geez, yeah. So Reebok, if you're if you're watching, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he needs yeah. a pair for his season with drop oh. in in the in the oh. blue and orange of the drop the wolves. <laughs> and if you could put some adrenaline in them too, that'd be great as well. <laughs> We're, we're, we're not asking for miracles here, Scotty. Let's take, oh, let's take, yeah. take one at a time. Yeah, yeah. So, you've played with some greats. You've mentioned a few yeah. of them there. JD, Kevin Craig, yeah. Kurt McGuire, Adrian Fulton. You know, like, the who's who of, of Northern Irish basketball. Yeah. You and four others for a pickup game. People you played with or played against. Yeah. You and four, who are we taking to the gym for a pickup? Winner stays on. Um, well, my first, my number five would be would be Rick Leonard, as you well know. He's still going strong now, you know. Absolutely. He can still play. Um, he's just an amazing player. Um, mind you, playing against him all them years, but me, you didn't want to mess with him, you know that kind of way. Even though I, I kind of taught, I tortured him, you know, talking to him. But now we're, you know, we're kind of, you know, we're, we're really good friends and, you know, we're still playing together now. You know, we've won quite a few Masters together. So uh, I would pick him. Um, and then probably at the number four, I'd pick Kevin, to be honest. Um, like I said, you know, very smart player and, you know, he's, he's got loads of good footwork and, you know, rebounds, reads the game well. Um, uh, I would pick, I would pick Gareth. You know, number three. Um, he's, uh, you know, even though he was ball greedy, sorry, Gareth, but you are. Um, he, was, he was still a good player back in his day. And, you know, he's not so much now because he doesn't want to play, but I'm sure he could do if he wanted to. Yes, you know. Um, I'll give you this exclusive now. He has said that he will come and play in the Masters. With he, says, he says that every year. Just to, think, he says that every he, year. I think after this pandemic, I think he just wants to hoop again. Uh, well, I think everyone does, don't it, to be honest, you know, um, just to get in any gym, but, um, and then probably, probably number, number one would be, would, would kind of be uh, faulty, I would say, 
you know, I know it's a bit biased with three Star of the Sea players there, but, you know, it's just... It's, it's a tough five to beat, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, you know, you, you don't have many... Slashers, you got Big Rick, like you said. Big Big Rick was 51 last week and can yeah, still yeah. give you work. Oh, yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah. Big time. I'd, you know what I mean? I'd take that five. I'd take that five to the gym. Yeah, uh, Definitely. it's a good five. So, changing changing gears a little bit, your top five musical artists of all time, who does Scotty listen to when he's doing Um MJ, Michael Jackson. You know, I've always been a Michael Jackson fan, you know, since, um, since the late 90s, you know, which he's always been a bit of a, you know, kind of music guru to me. I love Bruno Mars. Uh, you know, um, he's he's great. I love him. Um, most of, you know, most of his songs. I'd love to see him in concert if I could ever do. You know, I'd love to see him. Um, <laughs> growing up, you know, back in the day, I used to like Madness, which is oh, what, a, what a show. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I used to love them. Um, they were always they were always good to listen to on your on your tape cassette. <laughs> I know I'm showing my age now, but right, hold on. You know. for those of you who are tuning in, who are under the age of 25, a tape cassette was a oh, an old plastic. Plastic <laughs> <laughs> inside, the sound would be on, and you, you just click it in. Just Google Walkman. That's probably the easiest thing. Yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. It will teach you everything you need to know. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Showing my age. Right? Um, you know who else? Elton John. I like Elton John as well. Um, I like his music. You know, he, he has a different kind of, of vibe. You know, he does some slows, does some quicks. Have you seen the movie? Uh, Have you seen Rocketman? I did. I did see it. Fantastic. Did see it. Oh, it was a fantastic movie. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic. movie. And it just gives you a bit of an insight of actually what, you know, what his life was like, oh, you know. Batshit crazy he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> right. And you, we probably don't know, you know, what kind of goes in the background of what, you know, people go through sometimes, you know, but it's a great insight to, you know, and obviously a great artist, you know. Um, and I think my last one would be John Legend. He's a, he's a good one too. I could rhyme loads off. So I could Dr. Dre, Eminem, you know, all Eminem's a good one as well, you know. Um, yeah, they're, yeah. they're solid picks. They're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not fighting it. I'm definitely not fighting it on Madness. Yeah. That's possibly so far of all the episodes, Madness is the show of the season so far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love Madness. So you're the DJ, Scotty. What three songs oh, are you up to? This is a tough one. Um House of Pain, Jump Around would be one. Um, you know. I'm back I've in always... the day. Oh back in the day. Oh thanks. See, there you go again. Um, hey, look, it was my day as well. I'm not throwing any shade on you. It's my year too. You're not, you're not doing it well for us for the oldies here, right? We're supposed to be doing the youngies. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, Dr. Dre, forgot about Dre. You know, I think that one was a good one when you were warming up to that. Um, you know, that would probably be my, you know, vibe to, you know, to try a few dunks, you know, in the warm up. Um, and I'm probably the latest one I would say is Venom by Eminem. Eminem, you know. Um, I mean, I heard that one. No, no, no. And um, that's out of the movie. I'm so far removed from music, Scott. You're funny. <laughs> um, you know, so that that one was a good one too. And uh, 
And my son calls me that uh, my driving cycle music when I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Remind me not to get a lift off you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we haven't mentioned age. We're not going to mention age, but I'm just going to I'll, I'll give you this question. So this one's caused a lot of people to you know really sit back and think. Um. 16-year-old Scott Summers Gill is sitting in front of you right now. What advice are you giving him? Oh, be true to yourself. Um, you know, I think that one would be a big thing as, you know, to me, you know, just do things, you know, that, you, you know, if you can't, never say you can't, you know, and I think growing up sometimes people say a lot, and I probably did say I can't do this, can't do that. When you, you know, you can, you know, so for me, for a 16 year old you can do things you know you can uh, you can aspire to be things to achieve things um you know and you know if you put your mind to it you know you can achieve anything it's just that willpower of you know you and yourself doing it you know for basketball yes it was 18 you know and you know when you when you start in that you know and people you know you're always going to get people that you know try and turn it around and say you're not good enough you're too small you know I've had that for for years you're too small you know you don't play basketball but you know you know you just prove it you prove them wrong do you know what I mean and that's what you know I would tell myself prove people wrong you know and achieve to to be anything you can be great advice absolutely fantastic advice so second last question which is bizarre because I feel like we've literally just started Dead or alive, five dinner guests you'd invite to your house for dinner. Ooh. Friends, friends, famous or family, it's up to you. Five people. Um, well, the first one would obviously be my mum. Um, I lost my mum last year to cancer, yeah. which is a horrible disease. Um, so she would be my first person. Um, you know, I'd love to, you know, get to see her now, sit in front of her and have a chat and, you know, probably tell her things that obviously I didn't get a chance to tell her, you know. Um, so she would be my first. Uh, Barack Obama would be a good one. I'd love to, you know, to for, for a man of his stature, you know, to achieve so much and to be so, you know, overwhelming, you know, in, in what he achieved when he was president. But not only that, he plays basketball too, you know, so it'd be, oh yeah, yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> Except for you, mind you, you've got a Lakers. It's the first one I could find. <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson would be a good one. Um, what's that, three? Three. Um, um, Elvis Presley would be, you know, oh, you know, would be kind of a... The king of pop and the one. prince of pop sitting down at the yeah, same table. Oh, yeah, let me, oh, I know. Yeah. I tell you what, that'd be a good conversation, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then I would probably, mm, my fifth person, that's a tough one. I would say I would bring um, Kenny McFarland as well. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. What a great answer. Yeah, I would bring him. You know, I haven't seen him in years, still keep in contact with him. You know, I'd love to see him and, you know, catch up and, you know, uh, talk rubbish as we normally do, you know, but face to face. That's an interesting table. Yeah, oh yeah, like me. 
There'll be some crap. Well, there will be some crap between some people, but I'm not too sure about the others. Do you know what I mean? Brilliant. And here, a little follow-on from that. What are we having for dinner? Are you cooking? Are we ordering in? What are we doing? Oh no, no, we don't. I don't. I don't hardly do takeaways. I do clean eating. So I will be cooking um, tonight. Would probably be, um, I'd say, turkey burgers, uh, sweet potato mash, uh, vegetables. And obviously water after that, or orange juice. Lovely, lovely. I can I can imagine Elvis looking at that that list and going, <laughs> "Turkey burgers." <laughs> He's gonna stay healthy unless he unless he wants. You know, I can do. You know, I can do probably. You know, burgers for him if he wants, but it'd have to be healthy. You know, none of that. <laughs> no. Well, look, if only he had you around back then, he could still be here now. Well, that's true. It, yeah, know? absolutely. He might have lost a few pounds too. He might, but you never know. <laughs> right, so Scotty, we've, we've come to the end of the pod. Uh, we've one more question to go, but before we get there, I just want to say thank you for giving up your time, for coming on, having this chat with me. I look forward to getting back into a gym with you whenever the Masters are, are, are run again and just, you know, going for a beer and, and, and following yeah, yeah. the conversation. But thanks for, thanks for coming on. Thanks for giving up your time. Stay safe, stay strong. And we want you back in the court to draw the next year. Hey, hey, listen, you know, this is the best thing that's happened for a long time for someone to do this. Um, you know, just want to say thank you very much, for obviously, for having me on, but obviously for having all the other guys on as well who, you know, we've gone through all them years playing basketball, you know, and just to listen to their story as well of how they, you know, achieve what they've achieved. And, you know, it's, you know, it's great. So fair play to you, buddy. Cheers. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Scotty. Right. So last question. Based on that, who would you like to see on the podcast? Ooh, who would I? Gabe Jackson. Done, <laughs> Done and dusted. <laughs> Is Done it really? Dusted. I recorded Gabe last week. <laughs> oh my God, seriously? Actually, oh, Jackson was on, yeah, yeah. Oh, flip me, that would be hilarious. You're in for a good one. Oh, I'm sure I am. You're I'm in sure for a good I'm one. Sure. <laughs> Around, that was one of those around. conversations that could have gone on for two or three days. Oh yeah, I'm sure you could have done as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Was he dancing on it too? No dancing. Oh no dancing. Oh wow, it's not like but him. He did put the rest of the Masters world on warning. Oh really? Yeah, he's back, he's getting two dunks next season. <laughs> Can't even do one. Well, he's he's look, he's he's looking sharp. He's looking. Oh, he's looking. Sure he looked big, back to you. Didn't he? he looked sharp then yeah but look here's another shout out so Reebok we need some shoes for Scotty Tiger Bam Ben Gay if you are listening <laughs> our Masters team yeah 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 absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. you need a year's supply well, a dressing room that Sunday like my eyes started to water as soon as I walked in yours did so did mine <laughs> Look, good times. Scotty, thanks for giving me your time. Um, look, we'll see each other sooner rather than later. Yes, we will. Keep safe. Thanks very Keep much, buddy. Look after yourself, buddy. Okay. Cheers, pal. All right. Cheerio.